Hello guys, I'm going to do something a little bit different right now. Uh, I had a couple questions that people were asking me. Uh, what are my favorite solo games? Well, first off, obviously Arkham Horror LCG is probably my main go-to right now, considering there's so much content out there and uh, the deck pool is very, very big and there's a lot of investigators to tool around and play with. Um, either doing it one-handed or doing it with two investigators, doing two-handed uh, Arkham Horror is just my big main go-to right now. Obviously, you can tell just by looking at all the other previous episodes I had and I'm doing all the campaign front. So, Arkham Horror right now, uh, I would say would be my number one. Um, but if it wasn't for Lord of the Rings, which happens to be the next one that is in my top five, uh, Lord of the Rings LCG is really, it's where a lot of the, the foundation for Arkham Horror has come into play. Um, and for Lord of the Rings in general, uh, it's been out since I think 2012, so seven years. There's tons of cycles, tons of content, and lots of shortages because our uh, Fantasy Flight has not, you know, kept this stuff in, so st stuff in stock. And uh, either you, you are in for the, the, the long haul, you know, from day one, or you're, you're, you're racking your brain trying to grab all the packs and deluxe cycles. And even then, I don't have all that stuff. I'm still uh, piecing out Lost Realms. Um, they do have the Saga deluxe campaigns where you can play Lord of the Rings from, uh, from The Hobbit all the way to getting to dropping the ring into Mountain Doom. But even then, I'm still missing a couple deluxe expansions there. So they do have a campaign setting where you can actually go from the very beginning at the Shire and leading and marching, you know, Frodo towards, you know, uh, dropping the ring into Mount Doom. Uh, tons of content, tons of deck building. Uh, it's a little more linear where you don't have like the map like Arkham Horror where uh, you'll um, have uh, the location, stuff like that too. I mean, you really, you have a threat agenda. You have a particular scenario that you have to advance. Uh, to, to advance the quest for you do have uh, some locations but you can only travel them to one at a time to uh, remove or remediate and then you've always got a constant threat of enemies that are just stacking against you um, try try Lord of the Rings out you know just the box set see what you think there the third the third scenario in the core set is not playable you will get hammered and hammered hard but the first two scenarios will give you a taste and honestly i keep going to it if i'm doing any deck builds i'll play that second scenario for the journey to anduin uh over and over again but there is a ton of content and then it, it, it is, there is no signs of it ever dying out uh there's just lots and lots and lots of stuff that they're going to go through and it shows no signs of stopping uh and it, it's on the board game top you know 50 list it's still out there i mean uh, uh people keep going to it and, and i do enjoy it i mean if it wasn't for lord of the rings lcg i wouldn't have the arkham horror lcg uh my third pick would be Elder Sign, and Elder Sign, again, is made by Fantasy Flight. Uh, this is a dice-chucking game. Uh, I, can, I call it Cthulhu Yahtzee, where you're trying to uh, go to locations. The first box set was in a museum. You're locked in a museum looking for clues and trying to get gates to seal the old ones uh, from being released and destroying the world. So, um, 
yeah, it, it you have eight, I think, either six or eight uh, elder, uh, uh, great old ones that you can play against. And uh, it's very fun. It, it goes out from one to eight players. Um, there's a ton of stuff in the box, lots of investigators. Obviously, you'll see if you play Arkham Horror LCG or Mansions of Madness or any of the other um, uh, stuff that Fantasy Flight has put out. Um, if you find it a little too easy, which I did, because you can plow through all of the great old ones pretty easily, then you get to the expansion front, and then you, uh, the Unseen Forces um, expansion will ramp things up dramatically. I mean, I've only beaten, you know, on True Solo, maybe about half of, of the great old ones because it, it, it just got harder. And then there's a ton of other expansions too where you have uh, Gates of Arkham. So now you have gates and then you have certain locations. So you're not confined to the museum anymore. You can move around um, and then try to seal the gates uh, while the great old one and its enemies are working uh, against you so that completely ramps it up and it, probably a lot of people didn't like that edition but i think they reflected on it and now they've started putting out scenario packs uh such as omens of ice omens of the pharaoh and omens of the deep so omens of the deep uh gives you a couple tailor-made great old ones and it, it's all nautical uh, omens of the pharaoh you're trouncing around in egypt and omens of the ice uh you're going uh doing the uh, Alaska route, um, dealing with the Wendigo, uh, and then dealing with weather advertisements and stuff like that. So um, tons of stuff out there for that as well. And I keep going back to that as a quick, simple dice chucker. Then to see if I, well, to see if I can beat the great old one this time with this and this and this. I haven't even broken into the omens uh, stuff yet just because the, I'm still working on trying to, to defeat all the great old ones. Uh, from the previous expansions so that's another one i would look into and that's scalable from one to eight players it's just a fun good dice chucking game and speaking of dice chucking my next pick is and i picked this up very recently and it has moved up dramatically is tiny epic galaxies from gwendolyn games um tiny epic series and there there is a ton of them out there uh you got tiny epic uh, kingdoms tiny epic defenders you got tiny epic quest zombies western they just put out tiny epic mechs and i think there's another one that's gonna come out i think it's supposed to be tiny epic tactics which supposed to give it like an old you know jrpg vibe where you got a a group of uh warriors um and with a little cool map that they're actually using the boxes terrain uh uh to fight against monsters and stuff like that so think of it like final fantasy tactics uh where you're moving out and plotting out. So that's kind of cool. But really, I took Tiny Epic Galaxies up here because um, it plays awesomely and viciously hard uh, solo. Um, you, you have your, it's all about planet colonization, and then you're working against uh, a, a solo bot that, that rolls their dice one at a time and uh, trying to fulfill their objectives. So it's the race to 21, or whoever gets to expand their empire the fastest. Uh, and the cool thing I like a, a lot about it is you can manipulate the dice, so you're not really hosed. You get like a free reroll. You roll the dice. Even then, you're truly not hosed out because you can swap out a couple of the dice to get what you want to, to progress through, whether it be getting a planet or upgrading your empire or gaining energies to, to get more rerolls or 
Uh, the cool thing I like it with multiplayer is you can, if someone does a particular thing on their turn and you have culture, you can spend your culture to follow and mimic their turn. So there's a lot of back and forth movement. And, you know, I, it, there's five difficulty levels for solo. Uh, and I, if beating, trying to beat the, the easy is not so easy. I get stomped hard, but I keep going back to it because it's quick. Um, the box is very, very small. Um, all the contents fit in one box. They say it's a small footprint. I don't think it's a very, very, uh, it, it's an okay, you know, footprint. I mean, you can fit it on, on a play mat just fine. Um, I got to get the expansion now cause they, they have, um, they, they do have an expansion for galaxies, uh, and they said it makes it even better. So uh, if you if you like dice chucking, but a little more crunchy stuff that you can do on your turn with the dice and trying to explore planets and colonize, uh, it hits. It hits right on the mark. And it plays in about a half an hour once you get through the rules. The rule books, I, my only knock is the rule book is not 100% clear, so I kept on going back to YouTube feeds and um, stuff like that. So... Um, I wish the, the rule book was a little bit better because uh, uh, there was uh, there was some stuff that that didn't didn't flow as well uh, with me. But you know we're at this age; you can go to a YouTube video and somebody's already figured it out, and you can watch. But uh, Tiny Epic Galaxy is my next one, and then uh, my other favorite game. This round up to five is Star Realms. Star Realms. Uh, took all the craziness of dominion and stuff like that and uh the bad artwork from ascension it, it believe me if you look at ascension uh look at that artwork it, it makes you want to throw up but same guys um that, that did ascension did star realms and it's just a space combat game where you're, you're acquiring ships uh, off of a small trade row buying ships upgrading your deck uh and it's just a race of, of slapping your your opponent down to fifth uh, from 50 to zero but in Star Realms Frontiers, um, for twenty dollars, you can get uh, the the it's a full set. The combination up to four players. But the best part is, it comes from I believe six to eight solo modes that you can try to uh, play on your own. Uh, and such content, uh, awesome content, comes from that little box alone. So I think it's only like twenty dollars. A uh, ton of cards and lots of solo play. And on top of that, too, if you go into Star Realms, you can fall into the rabbit hole. They have, like, three other main sets. They have lots of smaller packs. They have scenario missions. They have gambits. They have events that can manipulate the decks. Um, you can play as m little or as much as you want. And on top of that, too, there's a digital front for this thing. Um, Star Realms, uh, it's on Android, iOS. Just, I believe, on July 11th this year, they are putting out Frontiers um, that you can buy. And uh, there's tons of solo content alone. So even if you don't want to play in the multiplayer format... Uh, or play uh, versus person online. Uh, there's a ton of campaign missions. I have a buddy that actually, that's his sole purpose, man. He'll just buy the digital uh, pack. He'll play that until he can beat it on hard mode, and then he'll buy the next expansion. So, and he's still working on it. I mean, he, he really is trying to beat everything on hard. And there's a ton, a ton of content uh, on it. Just for five bucks for, for the game, for the digital format, will give you a ton, a ton of stuff. Um, to play with and if you really want to play against me uh you can look at me um i'm blothar uh i i'm a big war fan so i i i had it at uh balsack uh the jaws of death 
from Guar, but uh, White Wizard Games kind of hit me up to say, yeah, you can't use that. Uh, you, you gotta, you, it, it's not family friendly. So I, I went with Belothar, the, the the new lead singer for for Guar. So that's B O B L O A T H E R, I believe. Uh, you can find me out there. Uh, I, I'm, challenge me and play a couple games. Uh, see what you think. You like it, but. Star Realms. So my top five, uh, in no particular order, obviously it's Arkham Horror LCG, Lord of the Rings LCG, Tiny Epic Galaxies, Elder Sign, and Star Realms. I keep going back to these. So uh, check any one of those out. And honestly, for each one, uh, try before you buy it, especially for Arkham Horror. I mean, try the base set. Lord of the Rings, try the base set. Tiny Epic Galaxies run 25 bucks. Elder Sign, I think, runs about $30. And Star Realms, uh, you can get in pretty easily at under $20. Bucks. So, uh, yeah, uh, try them all out. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, contact Tim at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. I will hit you guys up later. Thanks for listening.